I, I can't even tell you. This whole show today is like a bullseye at my soul. Welcome to episode 41 of Live It or Waste It. I am David Guggenheim. And I'm Dave Wine, and this is now the show about getting the most out of your life in pajamas. <laughs> pajamas, okay. If you are looking for tips and strategies on how to make the most out of this difficult time and getting the most out of your pajama time, then this is the show to follow. Join us on our journey of learning how to live it during this pandemic with the help of the Live It or Waste It community. Hey, hey, ho, ho, live it, ho. wasted community. Hey, community, what's up? Hope you are doing well and safe. Hope you're staying safe, you're wearing a mask, you're keeping your distance, you're doing the right thing. And you're living it. You gotta live it. You gotta, some people are able to come out of it a little bit now. The, the, the states are opening up and they're thinking about bringing baseball back. Charge. Thank you. That brought me back. Your baseball moment for the evening? I could taste the peanuts and smell the freshly cut grass. Well, that's as close as you're going to get to a baseball game anytime soon. So enjoy, enjoy the moment. Well, uh, to be honest, I'm afraid to go to a Dodger game anyway. It gets rough there. Especially when the Dodgers lose or yeah. play the Giants. Yeah. Can get a little out of hand. I must die to Dodger Stadium one time. I believe it. Yeah. What happened? I don't want to get into it. Well, what did you bring it up for? So you'd ask me to tell you, and then so I could say deny you, and then that would cause you frustration. Were you almost killed by a Dodger fan? No. No, no. I, was, I had bicycled to the stadium. Oh, well, there was your first mistake right there. Yeah, it was a Boy Scout thing. And as we were leaving, you go down that, that steep hill. Right. And the and the and it's so backed up with traffic. There's cars all over the place. And my brakes failed on my bike. Oi. So I was just going all the way down the hill and looking towards the huge intersection at the bottom. Thankfully, the incline dissipated a bit and the brakes kicked in. And I was able to stop before flying into the intersection. What do you mean the brakes kicked in? Like the brakes, I, like I had the handbrakes, I pulled down and they weren't working. But brakes don't just kick in. They kicked in. What can I say? No, you know what that was? Divine intervention. Yeah, that was, that was the universe helping you out because you didn't want to do any of that anyway. Well, I'll tell you, I didn't, get on, I didn't get on a bicycle for about two years after that. I was like done with bicycling and I was done with scouting. That was my last scouting event and I got out of it at that point. I think I was done. I didn't enjoy that troop. Did not enjoy that troop. That's crazy, man. Do you think maybe it was a Festivus miracle? Festivus for the rest of us. You know, Festivus was created by... Frank Costanza, played by the late, great Jerry Stiller. Yes. Who just recently passed away. What a loss. Yep. He was a funny guy. All right. Weekly affirmation. Everyone, pause whatever you're doing. Take a deep breath in. Deep one. Hold it. 
and release with it. Ah. What do we want to do in this time? Step up or give in? Do we want to give in to the propaganda or do we want to focus on what we can control? Our time to live it doesn't pause, it grows resolve. Even when the world is in chaos around us, we still find a way to be at our best. This is what the Live It or Waste It community is about. And so it is, and so we live it. And so we live it. And so we live it. Live it! It's tough sometimes living it. Living it is not easy. Just being alive is not easy. And now we're throwing on the whole other layer of living it. It can be exhausting. Thank goodness we have this show where we can all come together and figure it out. We figure out how to be the best version of ourselves that we could be. That's what this show is about. You know what this show is also about? Word of the week. Word of the week. Balance. Balance. I love this word because this is what the universe is about. This is what Thanos was about. Right, right. Maybe that's not a good example. But balance in life, even just in walking, right? You got to have good balance. Otherwise, you're going to fall. If you don't have your big toe of life, you're going to fall. You have to have the big toe of life for balance. This is something that we should all strive for in life, especially right now. But our way of life has been, at the very least, thrown out of balance, and it's not going to get back in balance all by itself. It has something to do with intention, intentionality, and, and putting your, ourselves back into what could be a new balance, a revised post-COVID balance. I was just going to say that, you know, I think that we need to be striving for a new way to balance our lives because the old way is probably not going to come back. Something similar, but not entirely the way it was before this all started. And, you know, I have really over the last few weeks been mindful or self-aware of certain aspects of my life am I giving too much attention to and neglecting others and I'm finding that I am I, I am neglecting certain aspects of my life and putting far too much attention in some others and so things are thrown out of whack and this is why I thought this was a good word of the week because when we start to lean too much to one side what happens is we eventually fall over and we need to be mindful of it and keep balance and and you know also it avoids stress anxiety that we're all feeling anyway i was going to give you an amen and everything on that you know it's very interesting let's say you're on a balance beam right and you're like this is easy just put one foot in front of the other but if you if you concentrate and you put one foot in front of the other, it's manageable. But sometimes you get a breeze or you're distracted or a lack of focus 
And that simple task can be quite challenging to keep it all together. And the breeze doesn't need to be that significant to cause repercussions that are sizable. And I'll tell you, this is something that I, this, this whole show today, I mean, I, I can't even tell you, this whole show today is like a bullseye at my soul because these, these are the issues that I have problems with. And one of them is balance, maintaining balance in different situations. You know, I'm okay in the easy one step in front of the other, one foot in front of the other type of thing. But life gives you breezes, it gives you distractions, it gives you trembles and, 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 and all sorts of things. And it's how you recover. It really is how you recover. And intentionality, to use that word for a second time, is really important about seeing where you are, seeing your feet placement, understanding what's going on in your mind to affect how you're able to walk and really move on and and recover and, and get back in that balance. And I think that the show today, we're going to be talking a lot about that moment that moment right when balance gets thrown off and what are the choices you make in that moment to keep you in balance or you're going to topple over. Topic of the week. Topic of the week. We got the quarantine edition inner self series in effect. Self-awareness. Own your communication. Own it, baby. Own your communication video of the week. This is a great video. It's a little bit long for me because I'm ADD and I was bummed when I said, ah, 18 minutes, man, I got to sit here in front of my computer for 18 minutes. That's almost (laughs) 20 minutes. But you know, what are 18 minutes if it's going to change your life? That's a good way to look at it. This one is a total must watch. I think it's bringing together, it's, it's upping our awareness to a higher degree. It's giving us um, more tactile knowledge of how our responses dictate our reaction. Something that I've been thinking a lot about lately is reacting versus responding. And I do a lot of reacting, man, and I desperately need to do more responding and end this reaction crap. And that's what this video is about. It's what the choices you make when you're put into a situation, what do you do? Video of the week. This one is, the video is on YouTube. It is entitled, Own Your Behaviors. Master Your Communication, Determine Your Success. This is by Louise Evans. It is a TEDx video uh, recorded in Geneva, Italy. Mm-hmm. So that was sort of cool. And it's, it's English. There's no subtitles or anything like that. So thank you for whoever did that, uh, kept it in English, that 
made it more accessible to to folks like us and uh it definitely was a great great video great selection today mr wine thank you thank you i enjoyed it and uh i'm looking forward to getting into it well you know louise is it louise louise evans work is about researching the questions what behaviors and attitudes do we bring into the world those are some great questions first of all so on the stage she had five chairs and each chair was a different color and each one represented a reaction that people have in situations like david uh, was talking about and the idea is to help us slow down how we behave and analyze our behaviors. And it was very interesting. She uh, used a personal example uh, to demonstrate this. And she literally sat in each chair and demonstrated what a reaction from that perspective uh, would bring. And the first chair was the red chair, right? I think it's pretty obvious. We all know what red signifies and that's your sort of guttural base reaction it tends to be angry it tends to be negative one major thing that she noted it tends to be judgmental and on this red chair she had a picture of a jackal which represents attack and again according to louise this is where we misbehave most we blame we punish complain gossip and again, the supreme game is to judge. Judge. And isn't she right? Yeah. You ever go to this one? <laughs> <laughs> you know, not only do I got, go to this one, it's a Barco lounger. With a massage. Kicking up with the feet up, with the massage, the shiatsu massage built right into it. A cooler em- on embroidered. the side with your beers. Yeah, it has the the refrigerator built into it. Mm -hmm. So I just pop out the beers and and drink them, and then there's a little cup holder for convenience sake. Yeah. Since doing this show, I will say that I certainly still go to this chair, but not nearly as much as I used to. And that's because I I have more tools in the toolbox. So I, I love that just bringing talking about it and bringing it to our awareness is what Louise is doing because you have to, you're going to now, every time you get in a situation, you're going to think back to these chairs and say, the Jackal is not the chair that I want to be in right now. Yeah. The image of a red chair is very easy to conjure up in your mind in an intense moment that you're, you're feeling this. And I think that's of critical importance to just stop for a minute and make a choice. And again, you're choosing one of these chairs. And the first and easiest one to sit in is the red jackal chair. And I think we all know where that gets us. That gets us into arguments, disagreements. It doesn't lead to positive outcomes. So next to the red chair, the yellow chair is next to the red chair, and that is the hedgehog chair. And this is the one where we curl up and protect ourselves from the big bad world by harshly judging ourselves and play the victim. You know, and isn't this right? It's like when we have that initial 
reaction, that angry sort of guttural sort of reaction, we might be able to control that. And what do we do? We beat up on ourselves for it. Like, oh, why did I, why was I having that reaction? And a lot of times I think then we're successful to stay away from the jackal, but we then make the mistake of sitting down in the yellow chair. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and just as quickly as we are judging other people, we judge ourselves probably harder than we judge other people. Like we've talked about before, we have these expectations that are just not realistic. Okay, we did it wrong that time. How? What can we do differently the next time? Instead of, why me? Why Why do I mess everything up? Well, yeah, why is somebody better than, than I have have opportunities than I do? Poor me, poor me. And again, other people do have more opportunities than some of us. You know, that's just the way things are. Uh, but bemoaning that fact is not going to change that fact, and it's not going to help you out. In this one, I find myself in this chair way too often, and it's really seductive to self-criticize and just kick yourself for something that you did or that you didn't do. And so awareness of this and awareness that if you avoid the anger that comes along with the red jackal chair, it's very easy to slip into the yellow hedgehog chair. So again, in the moment, making choices, where to sit down. The next chair to sit is the green chair. So far, we've had two chairs that we want to stay the hell out of. Right. <laughs> Avoid the hell out of it. Now we got the green chair, the meerkat chair. This is when we are mindful, thoughtful, and curious. We take a breath before making decisions. It's the weight chair. It's the chair we all run away from. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. But we do have a hard time going to this chair because we want a way of releasing that initial reaction, which is probably some sort of anger or disappointment. Something guttural. Yes. And so to release that, we like to get to the red chair. This chair, we have to talk ourselves down. Right. And sometimes that's not as uh, pleasurable. <laughs> it, it doesn't release it in a way that we enjoy. Right. But this is the chair where you have to kind of rationalize with yourself and say, look, you, you're making all kinds of assumptions right now and getting yourself worked up. You can roll with those assumptions like you usually do. This one is obviously a much better chair than the first two, but it's also probably the hardest chair to sit in. Uh, yeah, this one is about stopping. I mean, if you get to the green chair, you've stopped your, re your instant guttural reaction. You've curtailed your self-deprecation, self-criticism, and you're giving yourself a pause. You're giving yourself a time to reconsider your assumptions. 
you're giving yourself time to understand that you've made assumptions, even though you don't think that you've made assumptions, but you have, because you do. That's what we all do. And you recognize those assumptions, and you look at them, and you understand that maybe, just maybe, you're wrong. The blue chair. Blue chair. The dolphin chair, which represents detect, being a detective. Like Flipper. Like Flipper. Yeah, the, the animal association here isn't as strong as, as the jackal or the, or the uh, meerkat or the hedgehog specifically. But whatever. It's an animal. We like Flipper. I don't think that Sheriff would have been as successful if he didn't have the help of Flipper. Flipper was an amazing animal, probably abused horribly <laughs> to do that show. I'm sure. That was probably a terrible, yeah. terrible show. Any any more flipper wisdom? Uh, no, that's it for the flipper. Okay, thank you. Uh, the blue chair, the dolphin chair, uh, we become a detective of ourselves. We look at our behaviors with a magnifying glass. We become self-aware. We know how to create boundaries. We know who we are, what we want, where we are going. We look after ourselves and we don't give our power away like in the other reactions. And I love that. I love that idea of, of just exploding or just going into self-doubt and self-deprecation is giving away your power. And that is such a beautiful, beautiful way of putting that. And true. Well, just imagine if more of us did this before we put foot to mouth because not only do you give yourself power but you don't take power from someone else yeah absolutely this is straight up hardcore liver wasted crack but no this is i mean you know this is where not only do we recognize the assumptions we're making but we confront them and we challenge them we look them in the eye you look him in the eye. Absolutely. Yeah. And again, it's, and these decisions happen very quickly. But again, how do you get from one chair to the next? Maybe it's a breath. You know, it's, and, and Dave, as you were just saying, what are, the, what are the concrete tools in your toolbox? What are the cookies in your jar that you are going to pull out in these situations? And first of all, you have to, number one, recognize that you're in one of those situations. If you feel your blood jolt, or you have, you're instantly perspiring, or you're offended, any one of these sort of base sort of reactions, a telltale sign that something is going on and that you need to whip out your chairs. And then you say, what chair do I want to sit in? Do I want to sit in the red chair? And if you want to sit in the red chair, take another de deep breath. Maybe put it on a live it or waste it. <laughs> Give yourself a few minutes. Or, or if, if you've already reacted, which is possible uh, even before you're aware of what your reaction is, then you can stop and say, well, what chair am I in right now? Should I get up and get in a different chair? Yeah. And you could, and, and you could deal with that. Like, you know what? I'm sorry. What you said, you know, got to me and I had a bit of a reaction. I'm reconsidering that right now. And this is how I'd actually like to respond. Let's, 
Give me another shot. Let's let's do a do-over on that one. And you know what's interesting is that it might take you literally getting up and getting into another chair physically for you to change your to change your train of thought and how you're going to handle the situation in a more appropriate manner. Yeah. Excuse yourself. Uh, from the situation, go to the bathroom and use the throne as one of your chairs. And when you when you sit down, you think, "What color is this?" The purple chair. Yeah, the purple chair is the giraffe chair. All right, the giraffe chair. I like giraffes. Who doesn't like a nice giraffe? They have big hearts, as Louise pointed out. The giraffe chair, the purple chair, represents connection. This is where we put our egos on the back burner, and we show. Empathy, compassion, understanding. We listen, listen. We care. We put ourselves in their shoes. This is some high level stuff. This is not easy to do because you wanted to sit in that red chair. You wanted to sit in that jackal chair. This is complete compassion, complete understanding of what you don't know. And trying to understand it from the other person's perspective. This is the exact opposite of the red chair. Because the red chair is all about you and how you've been inconvenienced and thrown out of balance. And this is all about the other person and how you can make their life easier. Even though you're feeling like they're inconveniencing you. Or making your life more difficult. That's that's not easy to do. That might take that might take every bit of energy you have at that time. I absolutely agree with everything that you are saying. And you're right, this is difficult. And you won't be successful every time. But again, having the visual of the five chairs, aim for the purple chair. See if that's the appropriate chair to be in. Who do you want to be? Do you want to be the person in the purple chair or the red chair? You're not doing it for the other person. I mean, you are, but you're doing it for yourself as well. And all these things, and again, all of this is happening real quick. And, and that's the thing that throws me. is If I had a half an hour to react, I would be much better at react, responding. But you, you don't. And we dig our heels in. And then we dig them in some more, and then we dig it in some more. And I tell you, it gets me every time, and it doesn't serve my best interest. It certainly isn't pleasant for the other person, and we have to strive. I have to strive for better, because that's the person I want to be. All right, so please share any tips, and, and I would really love to hear people's use of the chairs if, if you find yourself using this technique and it getting you through a moment i would really love a post on the facebook page so definitely we want to hear from you about your experiences getting through this crisis getting through these internal crises that we find ourselves in and of course we want to know what you thought of this episode Join us next week when we continue our Living It Under Quarantine Inner Self series, where we talk more about self-awareness and how changing your point of view can change your reality. We will blow your minds. And as always, subscribe and share. 
Share, share, share. Share. Join us, as we've said, on the Live It or Wasted Facebook page. Just search Live It or Waste It Now on Facebook. Now. Now. Do it now. If you haven't done it, do it. And, and say hello. Say hello to us and we will respond. And, of course, we are on Instagram. So please check out all the memes you can handle over there. And for those of you who would like to financially support this podcast, we ask you to go to patreon.com slash live it. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash L-I-V-E-I-T. Live it. We thank you so much for your contributions. Yes, and for our Patreons, thank you so much for giving back. It helps us produce this show and make this show as awesome as we could possibly make it. And if you're interested in doing the podcasting thing, as so many people in the quarantine are doing now, and you are on the eastern half of the country, feel free to go come to someonetalkedmedia.com. If you're on the west side of the universe and Thanos hasn't dusted you and you want to do a podcast, go to winedesigns.com. That's W-E-I-N designs.com. Now stay inside and live it. Do not waste it. Peace and love.